0: Claudia Jordan welcome to TGIF we are back with a brand new episode of your favorite show now we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media so sit back relax get you a little something to sip on and we're gonna get into this hot tea we got a great show for you tonight please welcome the calls please welcome who is now recovering I believe Al Reynolds what's up Al
1: hey what's going on Claudia welcome to D.C.
0: I'm out here in your city. Yo, drink some <laughs> a little Pedialyte and come get me. Let's go to the casino. Let's go.
1: I know, right? You could, can you walk?
0: I can walk very slowly. You,
1: around the casino? You, you want to walk around? A, oh, no, you'll probably just sit at a table. I just
0: right go to the crafts table and I just stand there until they take all of my money.
1: Oh. I, don't <laughs> <lose it. laughs> I have <laughs> been gambling with you, woman. Oh, yeah. I, I can't afford to go gambling with Claudia Jordan, okay. I'm going to tell you.
0: <laughs> Not many people can. <laughs> awesome. Please welcome. Funky Dineva. What's up, Q?
1: What's going on? Al, don't you be no
2: damn fool to go to that casino with Claudia. You see how she get on here. Remember when we first started, I'm down 5000 I know, right? I lost 7000 last night. No, ma'am. Claudia's a pro.
0: What's the most y'all ever lost gambling or won?
2: You know what? I don't... So, for me, I, the most I've ever won is like $35. I spent all my money at the bar. So, I've spent like $500 at the bar. But um when i was broke i would only take out forty dollars and then when i got two nickels to rub together i take out a hundred but that's the most
1: i'll ever spend gambling it's not my thing i think the most i've ever won was like twenty five hundred dollars now lost i probably have lost as much as i've won but i'm usually i'm not cute i'm not a big gambler and once i start losing what i want it's time for me to go
0: oh that's so cute that's cute amounts (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's baby amounts speak oh oh claudia i do want to give a shout out and you you know this because you're a political lady to my fraternity brother rep hakeem jefferson he yes. just became the first black person to ever lead a party in congress he would be taking nancy pelosi's face shout out to my frat brother cap alpha Psi fraternity incorporated rep hakeem jeffries that is huge and he there represents is.
0: Brooklyn, and I saw some people in the comments, of course, there's always ignorant people who don't do their research, that want to automatically assume them. is he going to do stuff for us? Is he going to give us reparations? First of all, you're the speak. well, he's the leader of the House, the Democrat, the uh-huh. Democrat Party. Follow his career a little bit before y'all come for him. Like, people saying, oh, is he like a Clarence Thomas type of black or not? This is a man that does not play any games. If you've ever watched him in any of the hearings, the congressional hearings, he holds these people accountable. He will not bend a knee to any of them. And he is, he he black for real, y'all. Like he's-
1: And, and, and did heard- I mention he was a brother of Kappa Alpha Alpha? Oh, Chad, you said you're <laughs> <times> already, girl.
2: Claudia, go to the next <laughs>
0: thing. <laughs> well, speaking of Black excellence, Tammy Mack, our very own Tammy Mack of Fox Soul, who has been with Fox Soul since day one building up this network, was voted best radio personality by the L.A. Times. So we want to support and congratulate our girl, Tammy Mac, she's been doing her thing in these L.A. streets for a very long time.
2: Work it so, out, Tammy Mac. We see you. And we love Congratulations, colleague.
0: And, and you know what? She also, she, she's conquered the radio in L.A., came to Fox Soul, did her show, re, refocused, you know, reimagined her show. And now she has a show, The Business of Being Black, which is very successful. And it's on affiliates as well. She's also an actress and does her thing, and you know she, she juggles a lot of different uh, careers and wears a lot of hats and makes it all look easy, so salu- we salute you, Tammy Mack. We do. Uh, what y'all sipping on today? Anybody? Oh, a little
2: lemonade with a little bit of vodka in it. You know, it's Friday. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to get into these topics and get it started.
1: You know how I do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing and- Michel- what- Michelob Ultra.
0: Oh, you trashy! <laughs> Michelob, what? You're Michelob trashy. Ultra? <laughs> is there like a a clan rally nearby? Like <laughs> what
1: is, what is, Look, what? I had so much tequila last night. I I, I can't do it. So oh, Al, you cigarette.
0: you overdid it last night. I overdid it. Real real. <laughs> so now you tore up. Tore up.
1: What, you did, you, what
0: to did you? Mean te- te-
1: te- the tequila turned you into a hillbilly. <laughs> My Michelob Ultra, the
0: cigarette. Let me tell you, for Al, for me, I threw it out there early on to like hang out for Al to turn down hanging out with anybody that has a credit card. How dare you? Al, I know you. The Al, credit card
1: has to have a certain limit now. Come on. Not just any credit
0: card. No. Al, <laughs> as long as you can buy some appetizers, Al will be up in that
1: place.
0: Al, <laughs> we got to get to these topics. Al will order nothing for himself, but he will be in everybody's plate and eat up. every. And he will eat. Oh, God.
2: He did that when we were
1: at Sherry. You talk <laughs> too much, Q. <laughs> you
0: really do. All right, y'all. Are y'all ready for the weekend?
1: Yes. yes. There's Art Basil
2: down here in Miami, so I'm going to get in these Art Basil streets.
0: Very nice. I'm here in D.C. My man is being honored by his high school. He's being inducted to the Hall of Fame, so I'm very proud of him. So I'll definitely maybe put some pictures out there. I don't know. I don't know. The soulmate's bad and nosy. All right, y'all. Let's get into these hot topics. The tea is brewing hot at the third hour of Good Morning America. After co-hosts T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach were spotted getting cozy at a bar during a vacation in upstate New York, But according to the New York Daily News, the alleged relationship didn't start until after the journalists both broke up with their spouses in August, within weeks of each other. Now, the two have been married to their spouses for 12 years. Amy is married to former Melrose Place actor Andrew Hsu. What are your thoughts on this news? It seemed really scandalous on our last show. The soulmates were all in the chat, like, talk about them. They lost their jobs, which was not true. That's why we wanted to wait until we want to see how the story unfolded. Al, what do you know about this?
1: Let me tell you something. They're lying. They are absolutely lying, in my opinion. Um, We know that we learned from TMZ that Amy went to the ABC executive several years ago to have a meeting to dispel rumors that she was sitting on uh, TJ's lap. At that time, several years ago, it was rumors. And we also know from staffers who are reporting allegedly that this was no secret. This was no secret that they were canoodling, uh, with one another. You know, but look, this would be TJ Holmes' third marriage if they decide to take it further, uh, than just dating. And I, I feel like it's just not a smart move on his part. I, 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 my grandfather used to have this saying, what is it? You don't. You don't S-H-I-T where you eat or something like that. I don't think it's a good idea to be uh, in a relationship with your co-host that you got to work with every day. I just don't find it smart.
0: Mm, I'd be knowing tea that I can't really spill. But go ahead, Q. What do you think about this story?
1: So, you know, while I was
2: at uh, the radio station earlier this afternoon, the news broke that they will not be in any trouble with their with their employer, that they That's are right. good, they are freeing in the clear. But, you know, it, it's odd because the wife Of TJ Holmes said, although we have been apart for some time, I was under the impression that we were working on it and that we, you know, were working towards reconciliation. But here's the thing, right? Although this seems scandalous on the surface, here's the question I want to pose to y'all. Would you want somebody to come home to you every day that don't want to be with you? No, I I, I actually, while the the affair may have started off a bit scandalous, I'm actually in support of both of them saying, listen, you know, I'm leaving you, I'm leaving you, I'm not gonna lie to you no more, and I'm finna be with her. It's devastating, but thank you for setting me free.
0: You know, Mm. a few months back, TJ, there was some talk about him and an A-lister that I know, that I'm friends with, and I was like, okay. So I knew there was trouble in paradise with his wife, but um, hmm okay tj go on and spill the tea come on that's what the show's called tgif get it out um i feel like i'm so glad that they're not getting in trouble though because i dating someone at work should you be fired should you lose your career over that especially if you both left your relationships i think the hell not so i'm glad that they're not gonna get in trouble for that um and, I, and it is good that they both did leave in august you know what i mean and, and, and I saw some of the reports, right? They say, oh, TJ and and uh, old girl heading to his apartment. Obviously, the wife is not there if they're heading to his apartment. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if you look at the story of like what they're saying, obviously, he's not like the, they are separated if the wife is not like, are you married to someone that has an apartment that you don't know about? And he's mm-hmm. being spotted by paparazzi, not even nervous about it. Like, to me, it's obvious that they are further along with this split up. But maybe you want to save face and say, I didn't know. But the fact that he's taking her to her his apartment and vice versa tells me that they have probably left their mates a while ago. Don't you think? Well, I
1: don't think this, have, in my opinion, I don't think, as I learned more, I don't think it has anything to do with where their present relationships are with their husbands and their wives. Why would your employer call you into the office to discuss your relationship with another employee at your job? When you were both married, and that was several years ago. That's where the rub is for
0: me. Have y'all ever messaged anybody from work? not I that's Look at funky. <laughs> funky line. Uh, fucking
2: um, line. <laughs> show did all in the bathroom at Cox Media. Show did. What? <laughs> I was known for hunching in the bathroom, but that's a whole other story for a whole other show. At work. It worked, yes. Sometimes they work
0: there. Sometimes I just told them, come on over here. Well, since we spilling tea, and on Fridays, they always complain that I don't be telling up tea, but I've been drinking my lemon drop tonight. I had an affair with the manager of Oak Tree when I used to work at
1: the... <laughs> <laughs> I used to fold shirts at Oak Tree.
0: <laughs> when I used to work at the Emerald Square Mall in North Attleboro, Rhode Island, uh, Massachusetts. Back in the day, he was fine as hell, and... um. Don't say names. Okay, I'm not going to say his name. In the warehouse? I mean, in the back room? Where? No, we didn't mess around at work, but I did date my boss. Oh, okay, gotcha. This was like a long time ago. Yo, shout out to Oak Tree. They used to have a five-piece suit for $99. You get the jacket, the pants, the vest, the shirt, and the tie. (laughs)
2: The precursor to Fashion Nova,
1: right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oak Tree was the male Fashion Nova.
1: Oak Tree was the... was the was the place for the fashion. now? Yeah,
0: I know you was all up in them mustard. All up in there.
1: <laughs> you know I'm I young. Know. As, I'm young
2: and supple. I don't know about that store. Whatever. I don't know that one. Sorry. You,
0: you with us? <clears throat> you with the fifty year olds? Hmm.
1: Claudia is
2: ready tonight. On to the next thing, Claudia.
0: (laughs) All right, y'all, we have some breaking news. A suspect has been charged in the fatal shooting of takeoff. uh, At a press conference today, the Houston Police Department announced that Patrick Xavier Clark was arrested on the east side of Houston, Texas, on Thursday evening for the murder of the rapper. What are your thoughts on this update? Q, let's start with you. What do you think about this?
2: You know what? I, um... I think it's great you know i think i mean if if this is the person that did it and obviously for the police to do a press conference and say this is the person that did it they've got to have some type of evidence statements video footage now i will say i've been on all the various blog sites on instagram and a lot of the houston natives are like nah that's dj pat that's not him pat didn't do that that's just the fall guy you know, I mean, granted, I'm not on the ground in Houston. I'm not plugged in on in Houston. Uh, uh, you know, the, the reasonable part of me says if the police made a public statement and they've got evidence to support this, but we just have to see it through to the end. But if this is the gentleman that did it, I am glad that they've, they've got him and, and that Takeoff's family will get justice.
0: Agreed. Al, what do you think about that? Yeah,
1: you know, I agree with Funky on this. The only thing that, you know, What happens in high profile celebrity cases is that they they push very hard to find someone to, you know, charge uh, because, you know, it just is an urgency. And I hope that they have the right person in this case. And if they do lock them up and send them to jail.
0: I'm just really concerned about people that make these split decision, split second decisions to like commit and act like this. Like what, what, what for what? for what? And uh, apparently you, you shot someone that you had no smoke with, for real. Like, it seems like yeah. it's just a casualty of some stupid niggerdom, I'ma call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, rah, 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 rah and, and, and and dick slanging. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and 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 just, it seems like that. And then you kill one of the biggest stars in hip-hop that was beloved that never, that is not problematic, and now your life is ruined. And I just right. need us to start caring a little bit more about life. Like, but just... Very cavalier attitude about just, just life. Yep. All right, y'all, moving on. Wendy Williams' ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, is demanding that the courts order Williams' guardian to resume his alimony payments after claiming that he can't pay his bills. He's struggling, y'all. He says he's facing foreclosure after Wendy was placed in a financial guardianship early this year. His court filings, his court filings Kevin wrote, I have fallen behind on most of my bills. I currently live in a community that requires payments to the Homeowners Association, and I'm behind on that bill. If the Homeowners Association fees are not paid, foreclosure will follow soon. That's very true. That almost happened to me one time. All right. Hunter also says he hasn't paid his car insurance. He's behind on his credit cards because he doesn't have any money since his severance payments were suspended. Al Reynolds, what are your thoughts on Kevin's claims?
1: I, I just have so many questions about this. You know, the first one is you were married to Wendy Williams for 21 years. Uh, she was on the show for 14 years, and we know that the last couple of years she was making $10 million a season. I think they were saying something like $56,000 an episode or something, something crazy like that. So you're telling me that after... Three, after seven months of not receiving payment, you're dead broke. Like something is not adding up. And I mean, broke to the point where he can't pay his utilities, his HOA, as well as his health insurance i'm just this is really really confusing me and then number two the divorce settlement clearly states that if she doesn't have a job that your payments can cease or they can be modified so i'm just like okay you knew that this was coming when she lost a job in in october of 20 what was it 2019 2020? 2020 I think it was 22 no 2021 october of 2021 I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this. Sharina Hudson, that's her name, right? She better blow that dust off that damn massage table and get to squeezing on some muscles because y'all about to get put out.
2: (laughs) That's what she did. It's so funny because the the profession you recommend her go back to, I was going to tell her, go to the boulevard, baby. The boulevard always paid. (laughs) She paid during COVID. The boulevard would never, that never let you down. And I'm here to let y'all know, since COVID and monkeypox is, is over, the price of tussy Cat is starting to rise, so you're going to put an <laughs> ass on the track. But to Al's point, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think Kevin is flat broke. I mean, rather he got high-ass Geico or Progressive, you're not going to tell me that Kevin don't have a couple hundred dollars a month to pay his car insurance. Now what yeah. I do think is that, you know, Kevin is owed his money, his payments. And he wants his money. Now, Al, I didn't know the part about if she's not working, that his payments could be suspended or or modified. Um, But I will say this, despite the fact that I don't like Kevin, if that alimony payment is a bill the same way her mortgage is a bill, the same way her utilities is a bill, and somebody's supposed to be responsible for paying her bills, then the alimony payment needs to be paid by the guardianship or by Wells Fargo, who got her money sold up Whoever's responsible for paying her mortgage needs to make sure that they pay all of her obligations.
0: I agree. You- if that's the oh, agreement. So. if That's an agreement, you know, uh, legally, then that's what should be done. I will say that, but the, uh, on the car- karma side of things where it's not about legal legalities, mm-hmm. the audacity of you cheat on me in our relationship. I was the one that helped your lifestyle. Like, you know, our marriage and our relationship really provided that relationship. And that, I mean, that level of comfort and that lifestyle and then you leave me or you cheat on me and have a whole new relationship and then i'm responsible to pay your bills with something that is like mm, i don't even know i don't even have a word for it i don't even have the word for it and as a man like yeah he should get paid if that was part of the deal but goddamn it is a little bit of karma kind of like you know
1: but then, you know what's so interesting? Do you think he's why would any man come out and admit that you're broke like that? Do you think he's pushing her to the carpet? Do you think he's like trying to, you know, tell us something about Wendy Williams' real financial affairs? Possibly, but we got to pick this up as a commercial, baby. Oh, okay.
0: Quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. But damn it, HOA don't be number like two, $300 a month. All right, everybody. Welcome back to TGIF. Don't forget, today is Friday, so we are opening up the chat and opening up our show to questions. So the last, like, five, six, seven minutes of the show, we will be answering questions from you, the viewers. So put your good old questions, your little shady questions in the chat, and we'll get to them. All right, y'all, let's get into this. On a recent episode of Vlad TV, Boosie said, Jay-Z is not relevant when it comes to today's music. The rapper elaborated by saying that when he attends clubs in Atlanta that cater to 25- to 30-year-old partygoers, they don't play music from Jay-Z or Nas. Now, Jay-Z has currently been nominated for five Grammys. What are your thoughts on what Boosie said? Q, let's start with you. What do you think about this?
2: You know what? People in our age demographic, our knee-jerk response is to get an attitude and be mad because these people are greats. But then just recently, I have had to reevaluate that, like Wendy Williams would always say, I'm kind of long in the tooth. And while I don't like the wording and it feels disrespectful by saying non-relevant, he's he's telling the absolute truth. Um, you know, Boosie did go on and I'm paraphrasing here to say he's respected. And when you flash him across the screen, people respect his business and the fact that he's a billionaire. But you're right, Um, you know, these younger kids, they they don't have the same association with Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, and all those people that we did. So, like I said, while the wording, I'm not a fan
1: of. He's telling the absolute truth.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. Al, what do you think?
1: I mean, yeah, I, I just think the word relevant is the wrong word. I feel like when I hear someone say that word, it makes me feel like they don't matter anymore. And that's the furthest from the truth, because he, he, you know, he's he's a trailblazer. He's a, you know, he, you know, he's an icon. He's a mogul too. I think it would be more appropriate to say that Jay Z is not in trend with the young generation in the rap arena or in the rap game. That that would make me feel more more comfortable with that word relevant and then coming from bootsy though this is the thing that that's interesting bootsy is definitely in trend but in my opinion he's definitely not relevant i only know two songs that he's ever done right what's um wipe me down and what was that other one that goes uh
0: name them al name them
1: jesus i'm trying hold on wipe him down right and then the other one is something cha-cha yeah yeah uh Y'all help me out here, kids. I I can't even help you because you know I (laughs) I know there's two songs. Wipe me down and and the other one, huh? I said the best of Anita Baker and Sade, so I can't even (laughs) help you when it comes to bootsy. Anyway, his antics is what puts him in trend, but as it relates to his rap game, I don't find him relevant.
0: Yeah. I I agree with both of you. Uh, Q, like you, knee-jerk response is like, what you mean he ain't relevant? He's like so successful. And like, we grew up with him, right, on the soundtrack of our teens and college years. And he's a very successful man And the way he positioned himself and parlayed everything to where he is now. Um, I don't know if he's not relevant. He's not not playing him like they played 21 Savage and, you know, some of these others, um, Young Thugs and the ASAPs and all that. But- let's be very clear jay-z can drop an album this summer and have the hottest album of the summer he's that triple type,
2: platinum. Of, he, he's that triple type platinum.
0: of rapper so i don't yeah. know if he's ever really like kind of like a too short you know it's not the 90s or the 2000s but whenever two short does drop in and, and and drop an album or a song he tends to have the song of because he's he's a, he's a real talent whereas like these other ones are kind of just like i don't know um yeah i guess he has a point they're not really hearing that like they used to but to say he's not relevant i think he's always going to be because it's really by choice mm-hmm. he, can, he, he can drop that what makes he wants sense. yeah that makes sense. yeah all right y'all hey y'all mama d recently responded to the emotional viral clip of scrappy talking about how he grew up in a trap house mama d went on instagram live and said yeah bleep but you profited off of that you got clothes fed and all that what are your thoughts of what Mama D said, Al? Let's start with you.
1: I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I thought it was sad. What's so interesting to me is, or crazy in this instance, is the person that you want to heal you, and in this, in Scrappy's case, is his mother is the person that's hurting him, and that's really, that's really profound. And I don't know that Mama D has really settled in, and 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 and. and taking responsibility for the trauma that she's created in Scrappy's life and he's been very transparent and very open about it. Now I do understand just from looking at her and looking at her demeanor and how she responds that it just appears that she's just surviving. You know what I mean? It's not like she doesn't know what she did but she's in this space where she did what she had to for her family and for her kids and for herself. So who can you really be mad at in this situation?
0: Right. Okay. Q, what do you think?
2: Let me explain something to y'all. Like I always say in this life, everything has a price. You're going to pay on the front end and the back end. And I think that I think Mama D's biggest point was I was in a head on car collision and couldn't walk, which meant she couldn't work. And I think what she was saying is in order to make ends meet, these were the lengths that I had to go to. It's not like I was just trying to be a bad mother. And listen, while it may have been unconventional and untraditional, it fed you, it put clothes on your back and even Scrappy admitted in in the love and hip hop scene that it was that money that she did from trapping and hoeing or or, or selling the hoes that funded his rap career. Now, if it was not for your rap career, you would not be who you are today, have what you have today, and be on the platform you have today. I get it. We all have trauma, but you have to ask yourself, if able to do it all over again, would you or would you not? She did the best she could with what she had. It hurt. put on the flip side of things, look at where you are now. You got enough money to go get some therapy, so, so just go get it. And, I mean, scrappy a lot of people would give anything to be in your position right now so i get that it hurt but mama did what she had to do as black women tend to do
0: Mm -hmm. um i think this is a really complex relationship and it's really sad you know i feel like they're both very hurt um i think that they're really hurt and they can really probably only see it from their side of the hurt you know what i mean like she's Mm -hmm. like Dude, I did what I had to do. And what I did helped you get there financially. I do what I can. Why are you mad at me? And he's like, I, uh, he does give her credit for that. Let's mm-hmm. not take it away, but he does say, if it wasn't for you doing this, I wouldn't be where I'm at. But he's also looking for the nurturing of a mother. Mm-hmm. And I think that she is not really that capable of that. I think she wants to be, though.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, I, I, I do. I don't think either one of them are bad people. I think they're both very hurt people. She's a survivalist. And he's mm-hmm. the hurt child is who still stuck where he was when his mama hurt him. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 at the reunion, like we got them to sit down and they talked and it was like a beautiful moment. It kind of felt at some point it was like two ships passing, like they weren't all the way connecting, like they still like, what about my hurt? What about my hurt? They need therapy together and separate.
2: And... You know, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you something that my, because I go to therapy and one thing that my, one of the issues in, in my therapy is my relationship with my parents. And there was one thing my therapist said to me that set me free mm-hmm. and said, sometimes our parents are not equipped with the tools necessary to give us what we need. And that statement alone, like freed me of a lot of stuff I was holding on with because mm-hmm. you can't fault somebody who doesn't have the tools to give you what it is you need. That's true.
0: That's true. It's just really sad though, you know? It sucks. Because, but we 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 criticize a lot of men, especially black men, for not being able to be open, right? And to be honest about their emotions. And then when they are, it's like the mom's like, oh well, sorry, I'm not equipped to handle that. And it yeah. kind of makes other people say, Well, shit, well, maybe I should keep my trauma to myself because there's no real solution. Mm. And it's really a sad situation. Cause like I said, I feel like they both are hurt people. She's hurt by the you know, the survival she had to do to make it work for them. And he's hurt for not having a a nurturing mom. But I do know that they love each other. They do love each other. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, y'all, quick commercial break. When we come back, we got a whole bunch of tea to talk about. We got Aubrey up day talking about some of these people that y'all like ain't Uh, really that talented, y'all. She's uh coming up with names. We'll be right back with more um, TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. A reminder, it is Friday. So Friday is when we open up the chat and let y'all ask us your little shady questions about our personal business or its career stuff or whatever y'all want to know. Uh, Please put your questions in the chat and our producers will pick the best questions. We'll address all of them in the last block. All right, y'all. Let's get into this. Listen, uh, if you have uh, family and friends coming over for the holidays, then you're already anticipating that, oh, my gosh. Do I have enough food feeling? Listen, it's not fun, but there's no need for it. Get wild grain and you will always have crowd pleasing bread, rolls, pastries, pastas, and more in your freezer. Now, wild grain is the first baked from frozen box for artisanal bread. Plus, they have amazing rolls, pastries, and even homemade pastas. Wild grain uses only clean ingredients such as unbleached and non-GMO flour, and utilizes a slow sourdough fermentation process that's healthier for you and tastes better than anything you can find in a grocery store. Now, every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. Plus, for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. Now, so far, they've donated over 120,000 meals, so they are really doing their thing. This holiday season, Wild Grain is featuring delicious new limited-time Sweet treats such as pumpkin cinnamon rolls, orange cranberry biscuits, and chocolate avalanche croissants. Ooh, that sounds good. Mm. And all you have to do is sign up at wildgrains.com slash tea and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. Now, it's really easy to reschedule or skip or cancel. And um, listen, this stuff is really, really good. And listen, Al Reynolds is the human vacuum cleaner when <laughs> it comes to scared. yeah. <laughs> but... He's not just for any food. It has to be high-end, quality food. Al, speak on how... I
1: promise you. I promise you. I don't know who did this. I don't know who figured this out. If any, if y'all don't trust me on anything else, trust me on this. I'm telling you, they got peach pockets. They got apple pockets. They got uh, chocolate chip cookies. They got the best pasta. They got angel hair pasta, long pasta, short pasta. They got croissants that are like the size of like your hand. Uh, what else? Oh, the sourdough bread is good. If you're into bread and butter, it's amazing. I, I promise you, I feel like I am actually living in Italy when I eat their pasta. It is really, really good.
0: Wow. Living in Italy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Taviano. Okay. Well, I got so. Uh, Q, what you think about it? That you, you, I know you, you're not yes. a
2: cook. No, I know I, I'm not. But when I cook, you know, and black people, I'm from the country. Black people love having bread with whatever and it butter. is they eat. And it feels so good being able to go to my freezer and at any given moment, I've got four, five, six different arrays of bread to choose from. Y'all, you pop it in the oven. It is so fresh. It's good, and it's big pieces of bread too. I mean, those croissants swole up to the size of my hand they're really good i i'm I'm all for wild
0: grains. all right well great i i love that you guys really enjoy the product now listen um all you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash t and choose what type of box you want to receive and how often like i said and it's easy to reschedule skip or cancel i want to reiterate that point because that's a really big deal now y'all hungry already for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea. That's wildgrain.com slash tea or you can use promo code tea at checkout. Uh, I highly recommend this. You see the fellas are really into it and I think you should try them out as well all right y'all let's get back into some hot topics all right y'all I y'all, I've been want to hear y'all opinion on this because the internet was talking about this story during an interview on Sirius XM Aubrey O'Day talked about the lack of talent that it takes for people to become music stars these days take a look Nowadays, the gatekeepers are gone. Everybody thinks they're a star. Everybody can be a star. You can fart the national anthem on TikTok. And you're more famous than me. You're more relevant than me. You have bigger numbers than me. Congratulations. All right, y'all. Do you agree with Aubrey? Whoever wants to go first, go ahead and take it on. You know what? Here's the thing. Right message, wrong messenger.
2: You know what I'm saying? She's 100 percent right. Now, Now, where she went where where she went a little wrong is with the whole, you know, more talent than me, more relevant than me. Like, I'll be like, calm down, because here's the thing when it comes to talent, that really is up for debate. But I will say this. She is part of the last group of people in the music industry that actually pledged to be in the music industry. yes, like she did have to go through the puffies, the LA reads, the artist development, the doing the the, the choreography rehearsals, the whatever, whatever, whatever. Now, as far as talent, this is one thing that we know about talent. Talent speaks for itself, honey. And when you have talent, you ain't got to have nothing else. You'll be putting the stunts and shows, Arby, in order to, to get two nickels to rub together. So I don't know if you should you you kind of lost us with the whole more relevant than me and more talent than me. I mean you could do a little yang 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 around the house, but you ain't, <laughs> you know, you ain't you, you you ain't Christina Aguilera or or Britney Spears, but she's telling the guy the honest truth.
1: Okay.
0: Al, what do you think?
1: You know, I don't know, Funky, I, I like her. I think I think I like her and I like what she was saying. I think she's articulate, I think she's smart. I think she, she really brought up something which is the meaning of celebrity and how you ab- obtain it these days is totally different and it feels kind of very fake and manufactured. In fact, I actually wanted to ask Claudia, because Claudia, you've been in this game for so long. You've worked on so many major platforms, some of the largest in the entertainment business. What do you think about this new fame people that, that just stepped in, you know, at 20 and, and didn't have to do all the things that you had to do in order to be successful in the game? What are your thoughts around this? So
0: I'm in D.C. and I had uh, drinks with my girl, um, Ashley Reels, who's an actress out here. And we were having a conversation about this tonight, about talent and hard work and the time you put in versus gimmicky stuff. Mm-hmm. And we are in a time now, I know the term microwave society, microwave entertainment, it, 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 it's like thrown around a lot, but it's so true. I remember a movie uh, a few years back where they used a bunch of social media stars in the movie because they had big followings and it fell flat watching the scenes. It was like you can tell the real actors from the ones that just had social media attention. I hope that the pendulum switch, switches back to actual talent. I mean, listen, it's great that we had a little era of time where people who didn't have the training, all that kind of got in. And it was like kind of like everybody can have a place at the table. But at the end of the day, I think we need to get back to people that can actually really sing, who can really host, that actually can perform, that can do comedy and not just do skits on Instagram and not just do a quick little thing that's highly filtered. I think it bastardizes and takes away from the industry. I grew up in a time as, when I was modeling, right, in the n- late 80s, well, actually, the early 90s when I started modeling, where you there was no Photoshopping like there is now, right? There was no filters. You had to have great bone structure, great skin, be a certain height and a certain body type, period. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There was no, we'll just take this in. Now they made it where you can be 5'5", 165 pounds and have horrible skin, no shade to the girls that are, but that's not what a fashion model calls for. Mm-hmm. you know? and it made everybody think well i can do it too which on one hand it's good like yes go for your dreams but I, there's certain things i'm not qualified for i can't be a pilot i can't do surgery and it's okay we got to get out of this era of everybody getting a goddamn participation trophy so we got to make everybody feel good mm-hmm. and no you can do it too no some of y'all ain't supposed to be entertainers. Some of y'all ain't supposed to be models, actors, and none of that stuff. It ain't for everybody. And we got to a point where we put the fight, our society where we can't tell anyone they can't do anything because it's uh, mean, right? We're yeah. shaming them. No, you should have a certain kind of complexion. And I don't mean skin color. I mean, clarity. You should have a certain kind of uh, ability to speak. You should be able to act and not just rely on the computer to fix it later to even the playing field. I right. think there's nothing wrong with that. I know that was a long rant. Blame it on the two lemon drops I had tonight. <laughs> to
1: you gonna take us to a commercial?
0: Yes. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what, Al? Look, Funky does this to you all the time. I was just No, no, I'm, I'm not
0: mad. I'm not mad, I'm not mad, you know what? <laughs> uh, in, in the spirit of this conversation, you know what? You are qualified to do this as well. Take us to commercial, Al Reynolds.
1: All right, everybody. We will be right back. But before we go, please don't forget, we'll be taking questions at the end of the show. So anything you want to know about Funky, Claudia, or myself, put it in the chat, and we're going to talk about it. We'll be right <laughs> back.
0: Welcome back to TGIF. One more time, I want to remind you all that we are taking your questions at the end of the show, so I hope you all have some good questions for the three of us, because we are taking them, and we are answering them Tonight, All right, y'all, let's get into the story. I have a couple things I want to get into. Uh, During an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Nia Long revealed that when it comes to her ex-man's affair and how it's affected her 11-year-old son, Long said he still has moments where it's not easy for him. Nia said, I think the most heartbreaking thing about all this was seeing my son's face when the Boston Celtics organization decided to make a very private situation public. Nia added, no one from the Celtics organization has even called to see if I'm okay or to see if my children are okay. What are your thoughts on how the Celtics handle the situation? Al, what do you think about this?
1: Of course the Boston Celtics aren't going to reach out to you. They don't care about you in all honesty. I mean, you are merely a girlfriend you're not really they're not married so i mean and i I feel like balton celtics knew that this affair was going on for way longer um they did not want to be involved in it until it was until they were forced and it's unfortunate that her son had to you know being that he is the you know the son of a very high profile basketball coach in the nba and a high profile actress that he has to deal with it but you know that comes with the territory, but of course they wouldn't. I don't know many employers that reach out to girlfriends during time of, you know, decision.
0: Okay, that's true. Q, what do you think about this?
1: Um, You know what, so I,
2: I agree with her on one token, you know, that this situation was made very private and it's not like they got busted like TJ Holmes and the other lady and people got pictures. I really do feel like this was something that could have been handled in-house. But Nia, I'm looking at you sideways with the eight. nobody from the Celtics reached out to me to see if I'm doing <laughs> okay. okay. Hey, girl, this is Margaret calling from <laughs> The Walking Celtics. I'm just calling to find out that in the midst of the affair situation going on with your, uh, your boyfriend and the other lady, how are you doing? Do you your son a care basket? Because we at the Celtics organization, we feel really sorry that you were negatively impacted by this
1: situation. <laughs> and if there's
2: anything, some counseling or maybe some post-traumatic stress syndrome, stuff that we can do for your son, we would gladly send you guys oh, to resources and pay for it. Like, really, girl? Like, 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 really. And, 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 and then, honestly and truthfully, her statements about they took a very private conversation and made it public. It <laughs> sounds to me near, like you were expecting the Celtics to protect you when it's all said and done. It was his job. To protect you. Oh, that's a fact. His job not to even do this, but for you to fix your lips and turn your head to the side and put your hand on your hip while your backbone slip and say they didn't even call to check on you, girl, you expecting a little too much from them people.
0: Yeah, I with <laughs> you.
2: They didn't call the check on me. Girl, you sound dumb. Don't say that again, Nia. Like you don't work for them people. You, but you know what I think? You you know what it probably is though? So, now that i'm thinking about it she's probably conflating two things she's probably conflating i sat on that front row i went to christmas parties with these people i've been to these people's house and nobody even called to check on me that's probably where her sentiments are coming from
0: and i guess if you think about it they they uh they had internal conversations about this before they released this right Mm -hmm. and that had to have come up like they like you said she's been in these people's faces they probably hung out and and probably welcomed her when she first came there's not a lot of celebrities that go to the front that sit on the you know on on the floor the Celtics game she's a big deal at the Celtics game maybe some consideration about how this might run with their family she probably expected but I I get it It is it does what you said was pretty funny
2: at best you would get a personal call from someone Maybe one of the, mm-hmm. the the
1: coach's wife or something. But to expect, what would coach... she actually say? Let's break this down. What would what would the call? What would the call be? Welcome what to would the call. Club. Be and from well, who? Who would she want it from? Welcome to the club. <laughs> put, your, put,
2: your, put, your, put your game face on and don't let them see you sweat. All right.
0: Maybe I, I as a woman of of a, a coach, right? I guess I would have liked to. Hey, um, Nia we've we 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 you know we, we've grown to love you at the Celtics organization. We just want you to be aware a story is going to drop this week and it's going to affect you and your family. Just so you prepare yourself, just so you brace yourself. Maybe something like that. Maybe that's what she wanted. I don't know. Would that be hard to do?
2: I think unofficially, that's what the wives club is there for. Mm, because so. they all
0: were talking about this. Trust and believe. Right. They don't right.
2: That's what this. the wives club. Is. If anybody was going to give you a call, it should have been an unofficial call from one of the wives. But to expect, I don't know, the head coach, the president of the team, Susan and HR to give you a call, that's a bit preposterous to me.
0: But I will say this because I do have a little bit of insight these days. Okay. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happens at practices on teams that never gets out because there is a code of conduct. They're, they, they're protective of the organization. So there was a lot of conversation about this before they decided to make this very public. This is, I think they could have handled that internally, but they did not. Right. Maybe they deserve our tea bag of the day, but we got to get into our official tea bag of the day where we respectfully call out celebrities and everyday people who in our opinion have done something ridiculous. All right, y'all, today's tea bag of the day goes to Jocelyn Bryant of Jocelyn Southern Kitchen Incorporated. A woman who attended a wedding in Florida is suing Jocelyn's company for serving food that was allegedly laced with poisonous levels of marijuana. The woman claims she suffered severe permanent injuries after Bryant reportedly allowed food to be infused with harmful levels of cannabis. She's seeking permanent, wait, hold on, you said permanent issues? $30,000 in damages. (laughs) Brian faces felony charges of tampering with food and the sale or delivery of a controlled substance. The bride also faces several charges, including tampering with food and delivering marijuana. Funky. Take this away.
2: You know, it's always got to be somebody in Florida. Florida, I'm about to denounce this whole thing, <laughs> okay? But here's the thing. Jocelyn must have been high when she fixed the catering stuff because, listen, since COVID, weed is high, okay? So why would you purposely put enough weed, because they said she put it in the bread. Why would you and, and put the weed in the bread for the people who didn't want it and the people who didn't pay for it? Then you got the people high and sick all down to the wedding. And I'm curious to know what color these wedding guests were, Um, And and I only say that because I feel like if it it was our cousins, they would be doing the butterfly or honest or or maybe the electric slide or the cha-cha slide. But people of other persuasions, they probably didn't know what all the hell was going on and felt like they was about to die. But those of us that were in the know you know, we knew we would have known what we were experiencing. But Jocelyn, you definitely get the teabag for the day. And it's not because you infused the people food with the marijuana. It's that you gave away good weed for free for people who didn't want it. Dumbass. <laughs> That's a
0: great point. Now, teammates, if you want to nominate someone to be our teabag of the day, drop their name in the chat list and speak in the chat. Make sure you get your questions because when we t- come back from this break, we might do one story, a little piece of a story, and then it's all all balls to the wall we're gonna answer questions from y'all all All right gotta put your questions in the chat for funky myself and al we'll be right back with your questions and your answers right after this back to tgif before we get to our questions real quick obama was campaigning with uh reverend warnock in georgia which yo the voting is tuesday december 6th get out there and obama got his clown on he has a i think he's he could be a great comedian what do you think al
1: Well, I thought that this is Obama that I wish I knew during the presidency. He said when he was talking about Herschel Walker, he said, you know, everybody's got that one crazy uncle (laughs) that they are part of the family, but you give them limited responsibilities. That cracked me up. And then he also said, as far as he's concerned, he can do whatever he wants to except be a U.S. Senator. And I couldn't agree more. Everybody, please, 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 please head out to vote on Tuesday. This is crucial.
0: Talk about he want to be a werewolf over a vampire. A
1: vampire.
0: You don't want to sit your ass down.
1: Idiot. That's funny.
0: All right, y'all. Before we go, we want to show some love to the, our fans in the chat and open up the floor for them to ask us anything and we do me anything. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. Yep. All right. <laughs> In no particular order, I'm just going to go down the list of the questions the producers chose from the chat. Hold on, let me scroll back up. Okay. Uh, question, Q&A. Uh, do you consider yourself a dominant person in your relationship or passive?
2: I'm dominant in my relationships, but I would love for God to send somebody in my life that I would trust enough
1: to take the wheel. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty dominant across the board in everything relationship, business partnerships, all of it.
0: Well, Derek Rivera has a question for you, Al. Have you ever paid for Tussie Cat?
1: Have I paid what?
0: For Tussie Cat.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. You paid for it? Oh, yeah, of course. I'll never forget when I was in, um, when I was traveling abroad, I was studying abroad, and I went to Amsterdam for the first time, and I went on this strip. And so on this strip, you know, there are these women in these very, slim booths and well as you're walking down the street if they pop I the like door it. at that time you know you could pay go in have sex and keep it moving and yeah
0: Are you paid in the red light district yeah what's it smell like in there does it smell like bologna no it smells
1: good they're very look it's they're very clean they put napkins and they have these special techniques that they use to make sure everybody's protected it's it's pretty it's pretty good
0: mm. wow I guess I'm not the only one on antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, Bay, B, as a matter of fact, question, Al, do you still take Bluetooth or did you never do it?
1: Uh, I've never taken Bluetooth, but I've definitely done um, Cialis. And I've, you know, you guys know I was on the pre-marketing team for Viagra, so I've tried that too.
0: Okay. Stevie Ray, Q, has any, have any of y'all had someone who was a fan of yours and now y'all are friends? Are you friends with a fan now?
2: Yeah. Several. Several. A lot of times people hit me up on my inbox and if I feel their vibe, I'll invite them to the bar where the Honda cars be and we've uh, struck a relationship. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now Not yet. Okay. R-Love144. At what age do you guys understand? Lust and love. Ooh, I'm still trying to work on that.
2: I still don't
1: understand it. Still don't understand it
0: um okay let me keep going oh lee jones question how does the panel feel about the jerry jones pitcher and lebron james comments on it i loved lebron james comments how me we too. call them reporters out you asked me all day long about my black brother Kyrie, about what he did wrong but you don't have any smoke for this white man we just gonna act like it didn't really happen because it was a long time ago miss me with that bullshit. uh we need more accountability
1: yeah i agree I
2: think I was uh, more mad with Stephen A. Smith than I was with Jerry Jones, to be quite honest. But that's a whole nother topic.
1: Yeah, of, that's a whole, other, whole other, other conversation.
0: Coach Storm, Claudia, are you high off meds? No, but because I've been on antibiotics for the past month, I haven't drank in a while. So I am Lucy. Um Lucy.
2: Lucy <laughs> Goosey.
0: Goosie. I'm actually having an allergic reaction to like all the stuff. So my cheeks are extremely big right now. So all right, real quick. Um Saucy King, Will Y'all Three Ever Adopt Kids? We already talked about that before, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, no.
0: Oh, a pl- uh, fl- Player One, was there ever a story you covered that you regret speaking on? Ooh. Mm,
2: no, maybe how I spoke on it throughout my entire career, or maybe how I spoke on it, but
1: no. I think we know about my one story of, you know. Right, yeah, there's
0: been a few you know we, we've we made mishaps listen when you talk three times a week or two times a week you're not always you're not gonna bat a thousand and i, I need y'all to give us some all grace right. like we're not always gonna be perfect we try uh ms libra queen claudia do you want children would you adopt uh i'm at that age where it's really hard for me to get pregnant but if i did i would be extremely happy adopt i would not because with my luck i'd probably get the next jeffrey Dahmer, and i don't want.
1: <laughs> no, you
0: wouldn't oh uh, all right y'all I don't run out of the funky ninety, but always serving the team. Thank you for everyone watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for a new episode of Tracks and Tales, and we'll be back with y'all next week. What y'all doing this weekend? You got any plans?
2: Art right, Basil. So I'm gonna hit up some of the Art Basel events, and uh, hopefully, I can find me a rich man. Hmm. Headed to an estate sale in Mobile, Alabama.
0: Okay. Bye, y'all.